Hey, I'm Allie Mack, and welcome to this episode of Chasing Wellness. I am currently MacGyvering a studio in my parents' home, and the neighbors right now, for some reason, it sounds like they are banging a shovel against the driveway, so I apologize for any crazy noise you may hear. Uh, But today's episode is so much fun. I have my friend Amber on, and we're talking about this business that I am so jealous of and envious that she put this thing together because it seems so duh why wouldn't you do this side hustle and she's just brilliant a great baker a good person a great radio host an amazing mom and I love her to death as you'll hear as we crack up non-stop in this episode it just um, made my day to be able to talk to her about this stuff so I'm gonna bring up Amber, right now, the owner of Self Care Cookies. All the information on how to get these amazing cookies is going to be uh, posted everywhere this podcast is. And enjoy. I think you can hear how much Amber and I truly love each other in this podcast by how much we could not stop laughing. Thanks for listening to Chasing Wellness. episode of Chasing Wellness, we are talking about guilty pleasures. So (laughs) I have my friend Amber Glaze on the line. Amber, how long have we known each other now? I want to say like seven years, six, seven years. It's actually five. Um, I knew that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. Uh, But but close enough. You're close. You set me up, Allie. Well, I I know if you had known the right answer, it would have been fine, but you did. (laughs) (laughs) So Amber is a radio host. She's a super mom. And if that's not enough, during this whole pandemic situation, while all of us are wondering, what are we going to do with our lives? Amber decided to start a side (laughs) hustle called Self Care Cookies. It's been so much fun for me. Seriously. I love to bake. Baking is something that I've done professionally and just as a pastime since I was like in my early Mm twenties. So I was baking to satisfy my own feelings. You know what I mean? Like that was my own therapy was baking. And then I thought, you know, when I was a little girl, my grandmother used to send my sister and I cookies and they were packed in real popcorn and she would just line a shoebox with tissue paper and (laughs) send us home-baked cookies. So a friend of mine was having a bad day. I had been baking all week. I was having a bad week, and my therapy was just stacking up in piles of cookies on the counter. And I thought, you know, I'm going to send my friend a box of cookies like my grandmother used to do for me. And when he got the box and he opened it, he immediately posted it to social media. And next thing I know... I have people saying, well, how do I buy these? How do I send these to a friend? This is such a cute idea. And so I just spent the weekend and basically put together a business. I thought, well, if this makes people happy, I'm baking anyway. Let's just do this. And it has been so fun. It's so incredibly smart because I remember you getting one of these care packages when we met. And um, I thought, like, oh, my gosh, that is such a cute idea. I should start doing that for people, but I'm too lazy. Um, but <laughs> but I remember thinking, like, that is such a cute idea because you did. You got some – it was either from your mom or was it your grandma? 
It would have been my mother at that point. So okay. she kind of carried on the tradition when my grandmother passed away, but just for family and just like when I live out of state or something, you know? Yeah, you had this like box at the radio station we worked at together and you're like, yeah, my mom sent it. It was filled with popcorn. It was like, what in the world? But it was so, so cute. You're like, yeah, it's tradition in my family. <laughs> it is. And, you know, I think I, I guess my grandmother just kind of did that. I have never run into anyone who says that they have done this or have had this done for them before. I wonder if it was like a product of like the Great Depression. I don't know. Maybe. And, you know, I kind of hate that she's not around to see this. I think she would be uh, equal parts proud and shocked that like people actually enjoy this, you know, because she just felt like everything she did was just so, oh, this is just no big deal, you know. But people love this. I mean, they eat the popcorn. They eat the cookies. I handwrite notes in every box. They're usually some sort of snarky, eat your feelings kind of comment. You know? <laughs> Perfect. And I don't know. It's just been so fun. Uh, the most fun for me is coming up with the flavors of the cookie each month and then naming it. Okay, let's go over the cookies that you've done so far. Okay. So first month was a cookies and cream cookie. Um, it was Oreos and all of that. And I called it cookies and cream your self-care. Oh, my God. Bleep! <laughs> Cut that out of the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. Um, the second <laughs> month was a rum shot of snickerdoodles. And snickerdoodles are my personal favorite cookie. That's the one that my grandmother used to send to me. Aww. And when I was trying to come up with a way to kind of make an interesting, fun snickerdoodle, I thought, I feel like everyone needs a little extra booze in their life these days. So <laughs> yes. rum shot it in the snickerdoodle it is, and it turned out beautifully. And then the third month was, oh, Mocha Chocolata. <laughs> yes, I loved that name. Yes, and that was really fun for me because I'm a, I'm a dark chocolate and coffee snob. So putting the two together was for for me, it was like a really easy combination, and it turned out really well too. And then, this month, yes, this month. Talk about this month. <laughs> I I can't tell you how important it was for me to nail the November cookie. You're going to think I'm a freak for this, but this is a true story. I adore the month of November. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, so I felt pressured to live up to the month in a cookie flavor. <laughs> and I spent way too many hours experimenting to come up with what basically turned out to be all my favorite things about Thanksgiving in one cookie. What is it? So it's called pumpkin spice and everything nice. It is an oatmeal pumpkin white chocolate bourbon pecan cookie. That sounds like a Willy Wonka factory in a cookie. I know. It doesn't sound like it would really work. Like, how can all of those things work? But it it does. This is the one cookie that my two-and-a-half-year-old begged me for. I've actually had to bake extra dozens so that he can have some. So, okay. So, I'm not a baker, so please educate me here because there is alcohol in this cookie. Does that alcohol have any effect on anyone or is it, is that alcohol, I don't know, is it burnt out? I don't know. Yeah, it cooks out. It okay. does cook out, yeah. Um, but you can definitely taste the flavor and especially in the rum shotta. I mean, because that's such a distinct flavor, you can really tell it altered the cookie pretty drastically from a normal snickerdoodle. 
That's awesome. I did know that Thanksgiving is your favorite. Do you know how I know this? You probably don't even remember. I probably don't. Well, when we were working together five years ago, it was my first Thanksgiving. I was not going to be able to go home because the station had a big promotion. We all had to work Black Friday. So I wasn't yes. I wasn't able to go home. And my brother came to visit me, so I had a little sense of family. But you baked me a cheesecake. I don't even know if you bake a cheesecake, but you made me a cheesecake and um, left it. So I would have some sort of Thanksgiving dish that day. I didn't just make you any cheesecake. I made you my personal favorite cheesecake, which is a pumpkin cheesecake with a sour cream topping. Oh, my God. And- <laughs> the best part was the little note on it that said, don't scratch the bottom of the pan. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the way that I am? I was like, well, that's, oh God, that's I mean, that's. So funny. Only family could correct you like that, right? So it's like, it was like we were family that you were already knowing that I was going to do something like that. Well, well, Allie, that's a springform pan, and I don't have very many of those. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure I was just thinking, I want to just give this to her in the pan because it's so much easier to transport, but I need her to know that I use this pan on the regular. So anal retentive me. No, good. In nice cursive. It was very friendly looking, but it was like a harsh warning. <laughs> that's such a mom thing to do. You know, that's hilarious. I mean, you can't have Thanksgiving without like a little criticism, right? You got to have it all. Uh, no, that's just par for the course. <laughs> so, okay, you have a goal for November, and that's what, 100 boxes of cookies, right? 100 boxes is my goal. Where are you at? Uh, nowhere near that. I think I've done 34 boxes this okay. month. Okay. So I still have a ways to go. Well, how many do you send? Like, how long does it take to get a bunch of boxes ready to go? Um, It takes me quite a while. My mom has a double oven at her house. So sometimes when I have a whole lot, I'll go to her house so I can use both ovens at the same time. Okay. Though I prefer to just cook in my tiny apartment because I know where everything is and it's more laid back, but it probably takes me, I can get four dozen cookies done in a night. Mm, three hours, probably. Okay. Well, and so for the trolls, cause I know you've had a few trolls um, that are like, <laughs> you need a license to do this. Isn't there some kind of coverage in uh, Oklahoma that you're taking care of like business wise? Yeah, there's actually a law in Oklahoma. It's basically called the the Baked Goods from Home Act. <laughs> and it was for this reason, so that people could bake goods and do tamales and things like that out of their home without having to jump through 9,000 hoops as though you would in a commercial business. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would be like. So just know her cookies are legit. <laughs> it's... They are legit. <laughs> And, you know, I have a few people now that have become regulars, and they really do subscribe each month like it's a cookie subscription. Oh, my gosh. You're the birch box of cookies. It's pretty fun. I mean, I really do have a lot of fun with it. I love that people get excited. They come in a kind of an interesting black box, and it's all done in black and white and red. So it's striking when you see it. It stands out. It just feels like something special. And then when you open it, and you go from this dark contrast of just this sleek black box to home-baked cookies and popcorn. 
Like, it's, I just love it. I love everything about it. It's been such a good distraction for me in all the time that I've had to spend at home. Well, and your son has to have fun, too. I'm sure he gets in there and helps you. He is obsessed. His favorite part is to crack the eggs. Oh. I have a setup where I've got a big farm sink, and so he's got a stool that sits in the sink. And after bath time at night when I'm in there baking, he gets to sit in the sink in his little robe, and <laughs> he gets to crack the eggs for me, and he knows the sound. He hits the mixer with the eggs, and when it makes the right sound, he hands it to me to open it and crack the eggs. Oh, my it's gosh. So that is adorable. Yeah, it's really fun. So when you take these things to the post office, have you started bringing, like, an extra batch for the workers? I do. Uh, we always go to the same post office. <laughs> And I'm going to show my nerdiness here. I actually went to two or three post offices before I settled on the one. Oh, my God. Of course you did. <laughs> and well, did I knew leave? that I was going to be lugging cookies, like, by the box full in there. Uh-huh. And I have an issue with guilt. So I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm holding up the line. And if the Postal worker helping me is annoyed. Everyone behind me is going to be annoyed, too. Of you course. Know? Of course. So I found a post office that's not far from my house, and they adore Jade, my son. They they adore the cookies. They know us by name. We walk in, and, you know, they yell, it's the cookie lady. And <laughs> we end up just having a great time. And, yes, they get they try every new flavor Aww. before it goes out. I take them a box. I love it. They're my little test dummies, and they love it, and we have so much fun. Okay, where can everyone get your cookies? (laughs) The easiest thing to do is to follow on Instagram, and it is at selfcarecookieclub. And I announce the flavor at the beginning of each month, and I tell you how to order each month and all of that. So just following me on Instagram is the easiest way to order. Perfect. And it's all done through Venmo. It's super easy. I've looked into it. I've yeah, said, it I know I need to order some, but I, I, do, I have not done it yet because I'm a last minute kind of person. It's okay. I, I know you'll get me eventually. Well, you need to make a vegan flavor for me, but I also care about my friends and family's feelings. So I'm going to send them some of these because a, a mutual friend of ours, Chelsea, said it's the best thing she's ever tasted. I know. Chelsea was like, girl, I need, like, an IV of these bad boys. (laughs) I saw, like, Nick Steele posted about it, too. And, like, everyone's – I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so jealous. I need to get on this self-care cookie train. (laughs) Yeah, my radio friends are keeping me in business. Clearly, we have a lot of feelings to eat these days. Well, we are essential workers during a pandemic. It's difficult. (laughs) Yeah, we've earned it. We've really earned it. Seriously, we have. Okay, one more time. Give out your, your socials. Um, at Self Care Cookie Club on Insta. And if if anyone ever gets a damaged box, are you going to go yell at the postal worker or leave them a nice note written in cursive that says, please don't damage the cookies? <laughs> um, I have actually, it's kind of become a joke because when people send me that their box came, I ask them if it came damaged. And so far, I kind of like it when they do have a damaged box because I get to know how strong the cookies are. <laughs> oh, like, did they hold up? And so one of my friend's box came almost completely ripped open. Whoa. Like, yeah. And thank goodness she's my best friend from high school and hers was a freebie box. But it kind of worked out because she said, no, girl, every single cookie was still intact. So apparently they can take a beating. I haven't had any other ripped open boxes like that. But that one time it did. 
And I'm telling you, take this to Shark Tank or not, but I have some, like, corporate people I need to send cookies to this year. And I don't want to be the creepy girl that asks HR for their home addresses. But everyone's working from home. So I think your self-care cookies need to be the buffer that asks them what address you want these sent these to. (laughs) That could happen. We can make that happen. I will be the go-between. That's fine. Cool, cool. Because I don't, I don't need to know where they live. Plus, I'll just be jealous because I know their area of town has to be nice. <laughs> no, you can order the cookies and tell me the information for the company and the person, and I can, I can call the company and just say I need to know where to ship this to this person. Amazing. I mean, that's going to be so incredibly essential in December. You know this. Yeah, I'm already planning for a pretty big December. Any, any hints on what the cookie flavor might be? Uh, you want to take a guess? We something think of Christmas flavor. Yeah, it's going to be something mint or peppermint, right? Yeah, well, I'm going to do my own homemade peppermint bark, and I'm going to use that homemade peppermint bark to make peppermint bark chocolate chip cookies. We got an exclusive on the Chasing Wellness <laughs> podcast. It's the first time. <laughs> That's true, actually. No one knows that yet. I don't even think my mother knows that. So, so don't worry. Story. No one's going to hear it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate you letting me call you, talk to you on my podcast today, even though we talk every single day. (laughs) Girl, I'm always happy to hear your voice. You, too. It's such a comfort for me. (laughs) Just like these cookies. I send you a cheesecake and a pan (laughs) you can keep yourself. (laughs) I'll be a disposable styrofoam (laughs) pan. Scratch this up all you want. It's not coming back. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even use a knife on that pan. I used, like, a spatula. (laughs) Just me by myself in my little apartment that had blood red carpet and a spatula and a cheesecake on Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, that's a Thanksgiving of champions right there. Girl, we have come a long way. (laughs) Yes, we have. All right. Well, I will let you go. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, babes. I love your face. I love yours. (laughs) Bye. Bye.